Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um. Talk Recorded live. Yeah, go ahead, man of God. So ask Prophetess Renee, is she going through any battles right now? Y'all got some things going on. There's some warfare? Yes, sir. God wants to elevate you to a, a, a new dimension of warfare um, with a high priestly anointing. You know, when Jesus appeared to Abraham in the Valley of, 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 of Salts, after Abraham had just killed the slave, the, the kings in uh, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah there, and... Um, he, um, Jesus appeared in the form of Melchizedek. And Melchizedek, you know, some people, you know, say, well, man, Prophet Raymond, you're not talking about Mormonism. I said, no. Jesus is, uh, is, is, is Melchizedek, priest of the Most High God. And there's a pre- high priestly anointing he wants to place upon your life. You can read about his priestly anointing, and I think it's in the book of Hebrews. He is Melchizedek. And that's a different kind of intercession. That's a different kind of an anointing. It's not an anointing of a regular intercessor or a regular prophet's intercessory, prophetic. It's a, it's a whole different realm altogether. And God, is, as you read that in the book of Hebrews, I don't know what chapter it is, but you can find it out and look it up, where he talks about, refers to Jesus as Melchizedek. And God is going to release an anointing upon your seer's anointing to see what the Lord has in store for you, how you incorporate that anointing into your warfare mantle. Because Jesus ever lived to make intercession. And God is going to do a new thing in your life, woman of God. Things that you have, you know, this is the year of Jubilee, and your Jubilee has started. And, 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 and you will never be defeated in this Melchizedek anointing. It's impossible to be defeated. Now, we go through battles. We might, we might lose some battles because the battle's not ours. It's the Lord's. You just have to position yourself to allow the Lord to fight your battles from now on. You've been praying about some things and, and some breakthroughs. The breakthroughs are happening. Just walk into it. Just accept it. How can two walk together unless they agree? Say, Lord, I thank you for my breakthrough. I take possession of it. And the Lord's going to unfold some things to you in different mantles in the Old Testament. When the mantle of Ezekiel comes upon you, there's an anointing to open your eyes to see what Ezekiel saw. The interpretation of, uh, of uh, when Ezekiel prophesied to the Valley of Dry Bones. 
You can't win souls to Jesus in a city until you find out the, the what kind of atmosphere existed there when the forefathers came in from England on the Puritan, on the Mayflower. The Puritans came in there, and they settled in those areas. They settled New York. you got to find out what they believed in, their, their doctrine, and then you got to pull down the strongholds. When you become a general and you're a general in warfare, you got to know the strength of your enemy. I know God spoke to a woman of God, told her to watch all the all the Harry Potter movies. I said, my God, I wouldn't watch stuff like that. It's full of witchcraft. She said, that's right. He said, how are you going to defeat the witches if you don't know their strategies? So when she watched all the, the, the Harry Potter movies, her spiritual eyes were open in the spirit realm. And she was able to access and 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 and, and uh, the strategies of Satan. How these movies get, uh, how Christians are watching these movies and getting impregnated with that, and they think there's no harm in it. No, well, they go to bed and they're oppressed, and they wake up the next day and they're in major warfare and they don't know what's going on. They impregnated themselves because that's entertainment. But to the intercessor, that's not entertainment. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So God's going to, when you wear the mantle of Ezekiel, he'll reveal to you that then, then as an intercessor, you have to operate in, in, in Nehemiah mantle. Nehemiah was, a, 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 I think, a prophet or a priest, and, and, and God showed him that he had to repent on behalf of the sins of his forefathers from the second, third, fourth to the tenth generation. There can never be a move of God in, in a location un, until the sins of the forefathers have been, re, been repented uh, in, in that area. I'll give you an example. I told somebody, I prophesied to somebody just not long ago, I said, you watch, there's going to be another massacre in Colorado Springs. Colorado. Sure enough, you know, shooting going on there. And all kinds of flooding going on there and tornadoes activity. So why is that happening? Because... Colonel John Shivington in the 1800s massacred an Indian tribe there. And you, 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 you go to wiki.org and you, you type in Colonel John Shivington, and they, they, he was in the American cavalry. He was a colonel, and he massacred women and children. He butchered them, put them to the saber. He cut the, he cut the, the, the embryos right out of the women's stomach when they were pregnant. He did atrocities equivalent to what Hitler did to the Jews there in, in the concentration camps. And the American War Department never prosecuted him for his war crimes. He got off scot-free. And that's why we're seeing terrible judgment happening in Colorado. And then he became a Presbyterian minister. He was a, a, a 33rd honorary 33rd Knights Templar in the Masonic Lodge. And he's burning in hell right now. I know because I saw him screaming in torment. So what the intercessors have to do, have to repent on behalf of, the, of John Shivington and say, Lord, I ask forgiveness on his behalf. I repent for the atrocities that he committed against the native people. Until that happens, there'll never be a move of God there. A lot of people are prophesying this, this, and prophesying that, and I command the atmosphere to change, but the atmosphere never changes. You've got, you got to go deeper into the revelation of the mantle and, 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 the, and the condition of what took place back then in those, in those times in the 1800s and, 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 and find out where the hidden darkness is. You know what the Bible says? God gives us treasures of darkness. You ever wondered what that is? Woman of God? 
Yes, I'm here. I'm here. You ever wondered what the treasures of darkness is? Yes, sir. And did you have insight on that? I don't know what the treasures of darkness is, though. I don't know what it is. But it's in the Bible. It talks about he'll give you the hidden treasures of darkness. I've had men of God prophesy that over me. And I said, Lord, what is your spirit trying to say to me, treasures of darkness? Well, when you get the light of Christ inside of you, he'll shine in the dark places. You know, the Bible talks about gross darkness covering the earth. He's not talking about the physical earth there, planet earth. He's talking about the earth and vessels. So the brighter the light shines in you, that light can impregnate somebody in darkness. What happens when, 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 when you're in total darkness, you put a light switch on? The darkness disappears, right? Right. So the Bible says, walk in the light as he in the, is in the light. Then the blood cleanses you from all unrighteousness. People are pleading the blood all the time. I don't plead the blood anymore. Jesus said, why, why are you pleading the blood for? I said, well, we were taught that, to plead the blood all our lives. He said, you find me a scripture anywhere in the Bible where it says to plead the blood of Jesus. So I went in strong concordance. I couldn't find There's no scripture where anybody ever pled the blood of Jesus. Because the word plead means to beg. So if you go where God told Moses to, to slay a lamb and sprinkle the blood upon the doorpost, apply it to the doorpost and lentil. He took the blood, he also sprinkled it upon the congregation. So what you do is you sprinkle the blood. Like, I don't know what you do, but do you plead the blood? I do, sometimes. Okay, you need to change and start applying the blood. Because pleading is not scriptural. The word plead means to beg. Right. And see, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. If we're going to do it, we've got to do it the way it's recorded in God's Word. Otherwise, there's no power in it. Right. See? And so I'm just giving you some, some little insight. The treasures of darkness, there are treasure inside earth. We have this treasure in earth and vessels, the Bible says. Well, the treasure is the people are bl- have been blinded by the God of this world. Because the light of the gospel can't shine in their hearts. So what's blinding them? That generational curse there, it's not enough to say I break the generational curse. You've got to confess that generational sin first to break the curse. Yeah, what if the people are dead? They're in hell. That's okay. It doesn't matter. You still do like Nehemiah did. He confessed the sins of his forefathers, his ancestors, second, third, fourth, ten generation. And when he did that, the chains were broken, and then he was able to bring salvation to the rest of the tribes. Because in those days of Nehemiah, the tribes were divided. There was, the, the, there was Israel, and then there was the tribe of Judah. So we call this, in, in, in prophetic circles in Canada here, we call this divine mapping or divine geography. And it's easy to find. You just go, you, you pick out a state that, that, that God has laid on your heart, where, where, you, where, you're, where you're praying all the time in a, in a certain state, and you go to, the, you go to wiki.org, and you type, or you type in on, on, your, on your web browser, have there been any Indian massacres? Have there been any massacres of any kind in this state back in the 15, in the 15 16, 17, or 1800s? And then the information will pop up. And then you begin confessing the sins of the forefathers. Say, I confess the sins of my great 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 grandfather from second, third, fourth, tenth generation. I confess the sins of my great 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 grandmother, second, third, fourth, tenth generation. Have you ever done that? 
No, I haven't. And that's why you're not seeing your unsaved loved ones get saved. They're still bound with this. People are teaching, well, the moment you say, Jesus, come into my heart and save me, then the curses are all broken. Not necessarily true. If the curse were all broken, how come our children are not serving the Lord? That's true. you know anything about your, your grandmother uh, going three generations back on your mother's side? No, I don't. I don't. Well, I, she, well she, I know a little bit about... My grandmother was um, deceased. Um, I never met my grandmother on my mom's side, but... Um, I don't your, really know your grandmother on your third, fourth generation on your mother's side was a witch. I bet you didn't know that. So how do you know? I just had a vision, and Jesus took me back into the genealogy of your ancestors. Would you let me decree something here? Sure. I decree judgment on the bloodline of witchcraft and in, 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 in Makumba. Voodoo, the bloodline of this woman of God, on a grandmother, mother's side, three, four generations back, had destroyed by fire, and destroyed the unholy vows. See what happens is it goes into the womb, goes into the grandmother, great grandmother, then your grandmother, and affects you, affects your children. Not enough to say I destroy generational curses. You've got to detect. That's why when you're a seer. You have to be able to see what the Father sees. I'll tell you why. In the foundational giftings that Jesus gives to the local church of Ephesians chapter 4, some apostles, some prophets, pastor and teacher, they only, the prophets there only see in part and know in part. But see, the Father, his ministry is different than Jesus because Jesus said, my Father is greater than I. The Father sees all and he knows all. He's omniscient and he's omnipotent, Right? Yes. So when you're a governmental prophetess, you position yourself to be in that place where you see all and know all. Let me ask you a question. In the spirit, do you see all and know all? I wouldn't say all, no. (laughs) (laughs) When you come into the full stature of Jehovah, never mind the full stature of Jesus. If Jesus wants you to be in the full stature of Jesus, that will be for the foundational office inside of you of the prophet. But as a governmental now, I'm seeing that, that foundational prophets are prophesying for atmospheres to change over cities and nothing's happening. And the seers that are watchmen, they, they, they hear the prophetic words that those, those foundational prophets are speaking and nothing's happening. You know why? Because they don't have the mantle of Elijah because they're not a governmental. Foundationals don't normally have governmental anointings and offices. You've got to be promoted by the Father into that. So it says in the book of Malachi, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and noble day of the Lord come. When did the day of the Lord start? When the last blood moon took place in September there. Now the day of wrath is... Now now God's speaking, prophesying through prophet Brian Carn and saying there's going to be unusual death, massive death next year, 2016. All over the place. He said, the church is in trouble. The church needs to pray like never before. It needs to get the fire of God inside of them. See, if there's a nuclear attack and the people don't get the baptism of fire, that nuclear attack will destroy the born-again Christian that speaks in tongues, Mm -hmm. and they wind up in hell. 
said, Lord, what am I in hell? I, went to, I kept prophesying in your name. I cast out devils in your name. You yielded to my gifts of the Spirit, says the Lord, but you don't have my fire inside you because you're all workers of iniquity. And my son had to say, depart from me. I don't know you. The only thing inside you that speaking in tongues is not the evidence of the baptism in the Spirit. Acts 2 and 3 is the baptism in the Spirit. It's being baptized with fire. There appeared cloven tongues of fire. Larry brought this up a, a while back. We, I got, when, I, when, I, when I move in the, in the prophetic and then the apostolic and him uh, explain it to the, to the flock in the room. There appeared cloven tongues of fire. So the fire went inside them first. And then verse 4 they were baptized in the Spirit, and they spoke in different languages. They didn't speak is the prayer language, and that 99% of the church in America, that's what they have. They don't have the baptism in the Spirit. You know why? Because they still sin every day. When you get the fire of God inside you, he destroys the man of sin who sits in the temple of God saying he's God. That's not the Antichrist going to go sit in a rebuilt temple there in Jerusalem. People have been taught that, have been believing a lie, and they're going to be damned. I'm not mad at you, woman of God. This word's for everybody in the room there. (laughs) This is Holy Ghost anger. It's an anger that doesn't sin. So when we went into the upper room, they went in sinners. And they had sin in three areas of their life, which are three full cords, not easily broken. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the pride of life. Josephus said 500 went into the upper room, only 120 came out. When you remove the zero from the 120, what do you got the number 12? You got the 12 tribes of Israel were in all those believers in the 120 in the upper room. So the fire comes inside, it destroys the iniquity that produces jealousy. It destroys the iniquity that produces the F word. It comes out of believers' mouth when they're angry and they, they cuss at people. Because of the root of, of, of rejection. That iniquity from the forefathers, second, third, fourth, and greater, it's still there. And they say, oh, I repent uh, uh, of cussing, I repent of jealousy, I repent of backbiting, I repent of, of, of condemning others, and I apply the blood of Jesus, forgive me. The blood forgives them, but they've got no fire inside of them, so the iniquity is still there, and they keep doing it over and over and over again, and they'll never be able to repent without the fire of God inside of them. Because in the, in, without the fire, you're, you bear the image of Satan. That's why Jesus said, you're of your father, the devil. We'd be Abraham's children. We'd be not born of fornication. You're of your father, the devil, he said. These were believers. And Jesus is saying the same thing today. Come unto me, all you that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Let me baptize you with my fire. Let me sanctify you, spirit, soul, and body. Paul says, I travail in birth that Christ be formed into you. I pray that your your soul, spirit, and body be preserved blameless until the coming of the Lord. He wasn't talking about the second coming and the rapture. He was talking about the coming inside of the believers in the upper room. And, and the other upper room experiences that took place in people's homes as, as they got together and gathered in his name. Look, look at Priscilla and Aquila. They were friends of Paul, Apostle Paul, when he was finally released from the, from the, the Jews. He said, from henceforth you blasphemed the Spirit of God. He said, I shake the dust off your feet. I, from henceforth I, you count yourself unworthy of eternal life. I go to the Gentiles. So he goes to the Gentiles in Asia. He meets Priscilla and Aquila. They're tent makers like Paul. 
And she's a pastor in, in the ministry. One of the first woman pastor. And her husband's the apostle. And the evangelist. And, she, she, she's, the, and she, she's the pastor and the prophet. And the Sunday school teacher. And they find this guy there. You know, he's preaching, but they notice he ain't got the fire of God inside of him. Because there's no manifestation of signs, wonders, and miracles. Mm-hmm. But he's got the word, though. They said, have you been baptized in the Holy Ghost? So we don't even know there, which, whether there be a Holy Spirit or it is a Holy Ghost. He said, no, who, they said, whose baptism were you baptized? He said, under John the Baptist. See, John baptized with water. But John the Baptist, he made this statement. He said, he was Elijah. John the Baptist had the mantle and spirit power of Elijah in his life. He said, the one who comes after me is preferred before me. He shall baptize with the Holy Ghost and with fire. You've got to get the fire first before you get the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost does not come inside of a, of a, of a temple that, that, that's, that's a complainer or that's jealous or that sins with their tongue. When the fire comes into you, it gives you a brand new tongue. He cut, he'll cut your tongue out and Jesus will cut his tongue out and put it inside your mouth. Let me tell you, when you got the tongue of Jesus, I've had, had that experience. I see it in vision form. I saw Jesus cut my tongue out and he, he took a laser and he cut his tongue out and he stuck it in my mouth. And when he did that, he said, you'll never sin again. He said, did I use my tongue to sin against my father when I walked on earth? I said, no. He said, well, now you've got my tongue. They shall speak with new tongues. That new tongues is non We've been, people have been, you know, the judgment's coming on the church. God is going to shake the church so severely this hour. going to be a lot of preachers fall. Any church that doesn't cast out where you don't see the, where, where the pastor or the apostle is casting out devils in front of the whole church out of people, that church, that, that pastor is already designated to, to spend eternity in hell in outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. So if anybody in this room, if you're going to a church where you don't see devils being cast out, you don't see people being healed with creative miracles, eyeballs, and stuff like that, get out of that church because God's judgment, God's wrath is coming on those churches. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name you shall cast out devils. I told a woman the other day, I said, you ever cast a devil? No. I said, you know what? According to God's word, Mark 16, verse 18, you're not a believer. I said, you go cast that unclean spirit out of your dog there. I said, does your dog ever try to mount you and, and, and think you're a female dog and, and go out of there with that unclean spirit? He said, yeah, I, all the time. I said, cast that unclean spirit out of him. And then wash him in the blood. I heard Brian Carn, Prophet Brian Carn, made a statement there just a few days ago. He said, you know what? My dog is baptized in the spirit, washed in the blood, filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Ever heard of such a thing? Animals have a soul, but don't have a spirit. A lot of people who go to church get saved. You lay hands on them. You have now been baptized in the spirit. And, and they sin every day. They haven't been baptized in the Spirit. They've got prayer language. And that prophet, that apostle, that pastor, that evangelist, that teacher told them that they were baptized in the Spirit because they speak in tongues, they're going to wind up in hell. False Christ, false anointed ones. 
When they went in the upper room, the seraphim went there in there and brought hot coals of fire, put them in their mouths in the 120. The same experience that Isaiah received when he, when he said, Woe is me from a man of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the king. And the angel, of the, the seraphim, they're, they're the angels in the throne room that have six wings. They're the only angel that has six wings. And they took a hot coal of fire and put it in Isaiah's mouth. And after that fire went in his mouth, he was sinless like Jesus, like the Lamb of God. <laughs> No wonder, you, you, you know how Isaiah I, I died a martyr's death? They took a saw and sawed him from the crown of his head right down to his groin. Sawed him in two. He became a martyr, a witness for Jesus. And a lot of people this hour are going to be persecuted. There's coming a time when people are going to knock on the door and take your Bible away from you. It'll be illegal to own a Bible. You'll go to prison for it. Right now in Ohio, in the state of Ohio, there, there's a law being contested. And there's a certain city, I don't know which city it is, but I looked it up on, on, on Google the other day. And this, this, this city, uh, the, the, they passed a law making homeschooling illegal, Prophet Larry. If the children don't go to the public school, the mommy and daddy are fined a hefty fine and, go, and sent to prison. And they made it law. My Lord. That's persecution. We've got to have the word of God impregnated in our heart and our spirit so that when they take our, our the written away, we will be living epistles. I'm ready. I got written inside of me. You know, I don't read the word every day. I used to. And Jesus said, stop reading the word every day. You're putting yourself into, you're becoming a Pharisee. The letter of the law kill it, but the spirit give it life. The only time I read the word of God is when God tells me to read it. And when he tells me to read it, he, op- he, he makes it come alive to me. He quickens it. A lot of people just read the Bible. They're, they become religious. And Jesus told us to go into highways and byways and, and compel them to come in. How many prophets are going into the whorehouses and, and sharing the gospel of Jesus and, and shining the light in the dark places? Come on now. How many prophets go into the whorehouses, but they come out uh, 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 with a masturbation demon? They come out with a pornographic demon. They come out because they slept with that prostitute when God never intended for that to happen. He intended those that are baptized. When you're baptized with fire, there's no prostitute that can get near you because the demons inside them are fried with intense fire. And the person's changed instantly. This is the kind of fire God is wanting to get inside the church now. Because if he doesn't get inside you, he's going to come in judgment. So there are places designated in the United States, Prophet Larry, that are places of Goshen. In the land of Goshen, they were protected from the judgments of God. They were protected from the, the, the death of the firstborn and the plagues and the pestilence that fell upon Egypt. Egypt's the United States. Egypt's Canada too now. We got a prime minister now that 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 that, that believes in abortion and homosexual marriage is on demand. Whereas we had a a, a conservative party prime minister that was born again, spirit filled. Wasn't spirit controlled though, but he was spirit filled. Didn't have the baptism of fire. We had a Cyrus anointing. Now he's left office. 
My Lord. I got to leave you all, Larry. I got to leave. I thank Amen. You. I'd like to thank you for letting me speak. Amen. You're very welcome. Uh, uh, thank God for you. And I'll be calling you there in the days ahead there, because now that I got reinstated, I've got to call this other number and late there for my appointment in, in New York. Yes, that's, sir. That's, that's, that's okay. You see, I, I let the Spirit have precedence. What God want to do, how long He want to do it, when He tell me to stop, then I stop. <laughs> but I had to stop in here. Hey, man. Well, I thank God for you. Thank you for letting me talk, man, to God, and I'll I'll be contacting you uh, very shortly. Yes, sir. Okay, God bless you. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else want to pray or have a word of encouragement before we come to a close? This is Evangelist Constance. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How about yourself? Just fine. I just need um, whoever on the line to just pray for this lady. I work for this lady. I take care of her. And she has a beautician that comes to her house. The beautician has a daughter that's in another state. And when they move there, I think maybe the beautician daughter was a police officer and the husband was uh, uh, maybe an FBI agent. So they wind up getting a divorce, and he winded up marrying somebody else. And now she got all these spirits of depression coming against her, and he put some kind of judgment that she cannot leave that state with that baby. And she don't know anybody there because she's from Houston. So I started praying and crying out for her last night, and uh, I'm believing God that the mother had to go up there because it was so bad, and she's been up there the last maybe five or six times because of that. But I'm believing God. I need y'all to believe with me that God set her free, set her son free, and sent her back to Houston because she don't need all of that depression. It's like, you know, he don't went on with his life. Uh, I think him and this lady that he married was working together, and then they started messing around, and he wound up going with her. So it's like he don't want to let his ex-wife go and don't want nobody else to have her, you know, and I, that's just a spirit of bondage. She don't need all that pressure on her. And I just need y'all to pray that God will break this for her and send her back home in the name of Jesus. That's all I got. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, I pray that the lady will give her life totally over to you, surrender her life. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, yes, 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 Lord. It's the key, yeah, Bobby, Papa, those old folks. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just sum, sum this up. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray that, that Lord, you'll give her mm, Lord, minister to her of uh, the weakness that's in her family. I'm going to tell you all this. Uh, when uh, 
Ahab killed a man just to get his vineyard. I think it was made by. Uh, and uh, he killed an innocent man to get his vineyard. And the Spirit of the Lord forgave him, but he said, A curse don't fall on your children. Even though the lady might not be in witchcraft, but her family, and her family's family. But Father God, in the name of Jesus, save the woman of God for real. And Lord, you said, once she come to me, I'm going to break the curse off of her, and you're going to break the curse off her ex-husband. Thank you, Jesus. And you're going to break the curse off the children. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. I see your hand going in and stirring up in in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, 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 Lord. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Jesus, you in your word and say, you died on three, which is a curse, that we might be free. And Lord, I thank you for freeing her and our, and our ex-husband, because he's under a curse, whether he know it or not. And Lord, I just say thank you. And Lord, I thank you for the testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus, I thank you for breaking the curse. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, I bind up the spirit of fear. And in the name of Jesus, I bind up the spirit of rejection. Lord, I just say thank you for doing these things. Glory, glory, glory. Yes, 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 Jesus. And Lord, I thank you that you're delivering her and him. But Lord, thank you, Jesus. But Lord, you're telling me, thank you, Father. Ah, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for saving them and setting them free in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, I just say thank you. And, Lord, you're sending her where you want her to be. No weapon formed against her or her children, a child. Yes, Lord, we're not possible. And, Father God, I see you snatching chains off of her ankles abundance. In the mighty name of Jesus. But Lord, you're calling her to draw nigh to you. You're calling her to come to you. Say, come to me, those who are heavy laden. Come to me. And Lord, I thank you that you're drawing her to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for doing the impossible. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I live up a father's constant. And Lord, I thank you. And Lord, you stirring her up in the mighty name of Jesus. 
And, Lord, I thank you for burning up her past and, Lord, releasing her the, the purity of her future. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, this season she went through some flamery, fiery trials. But, Lord, you setting her free in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I cast out the spirit of poverty out of her in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, yes, Lord. Come out. If they can't get my door. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, I just say thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And Father God, I thank you for releasing money to the woman of God who's going through with her ex-husband. Money that was held up in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for releasing the money she needs to do some things for herself and for her family. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Glory to God. Anyone else? Thank you, Jesus. Have any prayer requests or comments? Hello, Pastor Larry. Yes. This is Chandra. How you doing, Chandra? All right. I was just calling out. I'm dealing with my mom. I ended up losing the job, but I it, it was for a good reason. Because I have to deal with my mom taking her back and forth to the hospital. They run a test. Um, uh, my family history has um, colon cancer. Her sister died from colon cancer. My uncle died from colon cancer. So she had some polyps, and it was precancerous. And I have to take her back on Thursday, and they're going to do um, that, the colonoscopy again and um they want to do they want to check her stomach and everything because she's been losing weight and she can't like um something going on with her digestive system and so i I said if if i was working i wouldn't been able to take care of my mom so I, I I I said maybe it's a you know it's a blessing because I I I was really working hard on this little job, but they said I couldn't type fast enough, and they said I could hit the head to let me go. But at the same time, I get a call. That I had to deal with my mom for the last been dealing with her for the last couple of weeks, and I'm just asking for a prayer for her and my family, my nephews. I got two of them battling um, addiction and mental illness. And they getting ready to take him to the to, to the mental hospital tomorrow to be evaluated. So I'm just praying to break the generational curse of addiction because even my boys they smoke weed, but they work in two jobs and all of that. But I don't like the the, the marijuana smoking. I'm going to tell you this. Is your mom saved? Do your mom know the Lord? Yeah. Is she saved or she just know the Lord? She just know the Lord. 
I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to pray that your mom give her heart to the Lord. Yes, please, though. Because you can know you can know the Lord at this point. She don't have a relationship with him. Exactly. And, exactly. And she, she she was she was when when at the time I lost the job, the first statement she's gonna say she feel like God is is, is not you know there because my brother he's not working, and I told her God you may not see what God is doing, but at the same time if I was working, I can't take you back and forth to the doctor. It ain't like she got somebody that can take her back. And my sister, she, you know, my sister has a, a, a home daycare. So she can't take her to the doctor. You know, so well, it was just like, it just, it, you know, I needed to be, I see that God needed me to deal with her and her illness to make sure, it, you know, like I told her, even with this this cancer thing, they got it out. They just want to go and make sure that everything, you know, she don't have any more polyps because her polyp came back with pre-cancer cells. If they left it in there, she would have had, it would turn to cancer, eventually turn to cancer. Well, so I'm trying uh, to help I'm, I'm her now. I'm going to tell you this. When you talk to your mother, Mm-hmm. Tell her give her life to Jesus. They say I am. you don't have to go in no deep prayer. They say, say "Mama, all you got to do is say Jesus in your heart." Number mm-hmm. two, counsel will form again if she don't let go. She need to get Jesus too. She need to let go of bitterness and anger oh, she had yeah. for some years, mm-hmm. and it's tearing her up. I see mm-hmm. that bitterness and anger sucking her up like a. a See, I'm almost walking like a dead man. I'm just yeah. going to be honest. It's true. As far as, your, your, as far as your son and your nephew, ask them and pray that they give their life to your, to the Lord. I'm going to tell you this. It's not to scare you. If your sons don't stop smoking weed, they're going to find <laughs> another drug that's powerful than weed. They're going right. to go down the same road. In the mind it is to get here by. I'm, I'm not. I thank you, Jesus. I pray they give their life to the Lord. I pray that even though your nephew going to a mental institution, I pray that the angels of the Lord will be with him to deliver him and set him free in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that while Lashonda's mother is watching TV, even though. She used to do roots, root work, R-O-T-C, R-O-O-T, against folks. She don't tell much. But, Father God, I pray that before she leaves this earth, that she'll be saved, sanctified, baptized with fire, filled with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. And, Jesus, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for going down memory lane with her when the hurts and rejection begin. And it started when she got uh, a first encounter with sex in the name of Jesus. And Father Good God, in that. the name of Jesus, I pray as they care my door. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That Lord, she don't get no rest until she make a decision to give her life to you or go to the grave in the name of Jesus. Because God is not playing with some mother. 
Your mother is God's body. S-A-K-A. Father God, in the name of Jesus, uh, thank you, Jesus. See, the Spirit of the Lord is not allowing me to break no generation curse off your mother until she gave her life to the Lord. God mm-hmm. is not going to deliver her. So seven more demons, wicked than the spirit that God delivered from, come and overtake her house and she worse than the first day she was. But Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thought I pray that she would listen to your voice. Lord, turn on the TV, send a friend, somebody she would listen to, to give her life to you, Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Oh, glory, glory, glory. Mm, glory. Lord, I pray for warnings. I pray for warnings. I'm going to tell you why. Warnings come before destruction. We don't have warnings. We'll never know what destruction is. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to tell you this. I, I, uh, it was a testimony. One of these young men was smoking weed. Some cops busted them smoking weed. They were scared out of their mind. The cops didn't take them to jail. The cops took the weed from them, and they became successful young men. But, Lord, I pray whatever it takes, it's sick years. Whatever it takes to deliver her son and her nephew, Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And, Lysandra, God's going to take you some places because you still have a, I'll say, you're a leader. Mm -hmm. At the same time, God wants you to be humble. Right. He wants you to race in him. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you do have some rebellion ways. I'm going to have to be honest with you. You still like to control things. You you you, you still want to hold on the reins of the horse. Like, I, I got to control it. <laughs> but the Spirit of the Lord say, trust him. And and don't get mad at God when the control you to have is slipping. God wants you to rest in him. God cannot right. fix nothing in your life when you're still trying to be in control. I'm just going to be honest with you. You're trying to control the thing. God, God would let things go haywire and say, you say, Lord, do what you got to do. I'm tired of fighting with this. Well, I did you, that. You, I'm, tired tired of fight. I'm tired of all this. But there's some places God going to take you, surrendering you in the mighty name yeah. of Jesus. I've been, I, also, I ain't gave up on that. And I'm going to tell I have you already this. done that. The Spirit of the Lord, it's, I'm going to tell you this. Cancer runs in your family. Mm-hmm. But it's not a, a thing that's genetic. This is generational curses of bitterness, evilness, and anger. Mm-hmm. The Lord wants to deliver you from that, that you don't fall through that. It ain't because uh, you don't get it. Your family run this. This is a spiritual thing, and that thing comes way from Jamaica, where you, where your 
your mother's land is from. Now, now my, I'm, my mother's from Mississippi. <laughs> my husband's yeah, from Jamaica. Yeah, that spirit comes from there. And mm-hmm. it's crossing over. It's a generational curse. But God mm-hmm. is not going to break it. God, Jesus is saying, once your mother gives, thank your Holy Spirit. Once your mother has accepted Jesus in her life, you're going to see other things break in your life. I'm going to tell you this. The things that God brought you out of drugs and different things. Yeah. You ain't careful. Your children are going to say, wow, but God want to break it. And it starts with your mother. Mm -hmm. Now, the Lord say, pray over your son. But no demon can't get cast out of them if they don't have a relationship with Jesus. All they're going to do is go back in them. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And Father God, I pray for Daniel. That, Lord, I pray that you'll save his life. Because I'm going to tell you this. I see death knocking at his door. But, Lord, I pray that Daniel will give his life over to you, Jesus. That, Lord, yes, he's, he's, some things he don't always do right. But, Lord, I thank you for delivering and setting Daniel's life free in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak healing to the soul of Lachandra's mother. I speak healing to the soul of Lachandra, her husband, her children, her nephew, her sister. Even up, brother, I speak healing to the soul. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. Glory. Yeah, now I wanted to pray for this young man that called me today, one of my classmates. His name is Ricky Rosario, and he's going through the doctoral program. And being a man of color, he's he they they he he having a hard time with professors with a particular professor that doesn't want to see him succeed. So I had was working with him with a letter to to the president of the school because you know it. It's bad when you you do do all you can, and you got a professor to tell you if you don't do it my way, then you're not going to pass the class. I haven't heard no one has said that, but he asked he asked me that uh, pray for him, have have people to pray for him through this ordeal. Thank you, Jesus. I pray he give his life to the Lord. And yeah, I'm going to tell y'all this. You're going to deal with racism. You're going to deal with demonic influence. You're yeah. going to deal with all kinds of stuff. But the Spirit of the Lord said, how bad do you want it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell y'all this. 
They trying to kill you. They don't want exactly. you here. They don't y'all see now I the devil no anybody who operates witchcraft is trying to take you out. And any prophet who who's taught out of their flesh, walk in the devil nation, any person that had the gift of God and, and not in witchcraft, they trying to kill you because you're a threat. The enemy might say, I just scare him a little. I'm going to tell you this. You got to press through it. Mm-hmm. And the less words you say, the less you complain, the easier it's going to get. All the way the devil know how to work against you is because of your mouth. Like, oh, Lord, that hurt. Oh, that hurt right there. Oh, all I got to do is hit, hit their finance. All I got to do is hit them in their hell. All I got to do is mess, mess with their husband, mess with their wife, mess with their children, mess with their family. That's what they job. Because, Mama, your son can be a snare unto you. I'm just going to be real. And stop telling your friends that are not saved. I know you grew up with them. You can't tell them things about God because some of your friends you grew up with been in witchcraft since they was a baby, but you, but you tell them everything. But you say, oh, they always been there for you. But you sitting there crying on the devil's shoulder, and they ain't sitting there comforting you because the stuff they work against you. God, now not my friend. God's showing you over and over about these people. Mm-hmm. He's showing everybody over and over. I can't believe that that's the devil. The devil is a liar. And Pastor Larry, I just want to share that because. Uh, my husband's baby's mama, she called me and told me she was she was doing witchcraft on us. And her purpose for her witchcraft is for him to die. And me. She's trying to kill me and my kids. Now, she was bold enough to, leave, to tell me this. And, you know, and it's like, you know, when when you speak to people about it, they be like, uh, y'all, you giving her too much power. It's not I'm giving her. I'm just saying what the woman is doing. You know, and it's real. My husband was uh, in the hospital. They still don't know what's wrong with him. To this day. I'm, well, I'm they don't know what's this. wrong with him. Your husband needs to give his life to the Lord, number one. Number two, God allowed the enemy to open his big mouth. Mm-hmm. And number three, She's not all of that. Because an empty can makes a lot of noise. And you know what I learned, too? And, and I, also... I learned, this is the lesson I learned. I don't put nothing on Facebook. Nothing. Because she used that. That was her tool to, you know, get to us. So if it ain't about... If it's not a prayer about anything about praying, you know, different types of prayers and uplifting, anything. I don't put nothing personal about me or my family on Facebook because that was her avenue too. You know, they take your pictures and they want to do all kinds of craziness, you know, so, and I learned to keep my business inside my house. Amen. So I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to pray 
I'm going to continue to pray that your husband gives life to the Lord. Yes, yeah, she's doing weakness, but she's not bad. Because this, this, I'm going to tell you this. When you, I'm going to help you with this. When you give your life to the Lord totally, even though the enemy may come, even though the enemy comes in distraction, mm-hmm. guess what? God can protect you. But God can, cannot protect you when you got one foot in and one foot out. Right. So that's my prayer. Amen. Amen. I just thank God that is, for that. And, that's, and, that, and I thank you for the word. How bad do you want it? That's going to be my, my meditation for the whole week. How bad do thank you want it? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Anyone else Amen. have any prayer requests or comments? Thank you, Jesus. Hey, Pastor um, Prophet Larry. Um, this is Renee. I'm asking for prayer for myself, and I also ask for prayer for a lady. Her name is Tasha. I just want um, you to pray for her. She's, you know, going with, going through some things right now, and I just ask for prayer for her as well. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tasha, she's dealing with relationship problems. Issues um, of a past. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, does Tarshay know the Lord? Uh, she's okay. now. And and Tarshay has a calling on her life, but she's running. She's backsliding. Amen. She's running. And I'm going to tell you another thing about Tarshay. Our problems, our problems gonna always be there, but God gonna give her peace in our problems when she come back to the Lord. And part of backsliding is church hurt, things she went through. But the Spirit of the Lord say He got open arms. I see Jesus holding His arms, say, "Come back to me, daughter." Tell her to come back to Jesus, and all those wounds in her soul and wounds in her emotions. Jesus going to heal them all. But Jesus want her to come back to him. Yes, yes, Lord. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for our health. And Lord, even though things have transpired in her life and she don't, she know the answer. But at the same time, she don't want to open the door. Jesus, you knock on the door and say, can I come in? But Father God, I thank you. And Tarshay going to give her life back to you, Jesus. Fully back to you. And even though some things she prayed for didn't come to pass, or things she's struggling with, the Lord, she said, that ain't my will, daughter. That's your permissive will. I want you to be in my perfect will. And, Lord, even mistakes she made in relationships, Lord, I thank you for restoring her in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for Providence Renee that, Lord, you, you have given us, you have showed us, some, you showed us things 
But, Lord, right now, she say, Lord, I, I need help. But, Father God, I pray for Prophetess Renee and even the struggles that she's dealing with. And the Spirit of the Lord say, this too shall pass. And the Lord say, I know what you're dealing with. And some things are just, it seems like a roller coaster. You go, you're good one moment, you're good, then comes a hunch. You're good, and then come, uh, come back. But Jesus is going to destroy that vicious cycle in your life. They don't hunt or, or, or thank you, Jesus. Don't come against you again. You're going to go through other things, but this will pass. But, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I even pray those old things that don't come back in our life, that the enemy will try to present old things, old ideas. When you do this, you it, Lord, I thank you for delivering us, setting us free. And she have another friend. I think her name is Sequilla. I might be mispronouncing it, Lord. Lord, I pray she return to you. I'm going to tell you all this. God is calling his people people. There's a reason God's calling. God is calling his people back to him because if some things going to transpire in America that we thought that would never happen, stuff we saw in the movies. And you, you, you know the same-sex marriage. You know, a lot of y'all was blown away about that. It's some other things. But God is calling everybody into the ark of safety, and I need everybody to pray for all your loved ones that they do not miss this ark of safety. God is calling calling his children back to the ark of safety. I don't got time. You're going to have you know, it's just like Noel in the ark. I I I know many of them probably say, man, I should have paid attention. And I'm gonna tell you this: God been calling folks for years, but you you're stuck on this, you're stuck on that. But Father God, I pray that everyone who has backslide. They'll return to you with a full heart. And, Father God, I pray for those who are in search for mates, in search for mates and husbands and wives. Lord, I pray that, Lord, they do not be distracted by counterfeits. Or deliver them from counterfeit. How you doing? Uh, deliver them from counterfeit people in their life. We pretend to be good, but evil is in them. Lord, I just say thank you. Lord, I praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Any more prayer requests? Yes, I'd like to okay. pray for Prophet Johnson. She's Amen. in the under the weather. Amen. And I'm going to tell y'all this. If, uh, I know my wife is under the weather, too, as well. 
And I just want to tell everybody, uh, when you're dealing with spiritual warfare, you're dealing with stress of life, uh, get you some chewable vitamin C tablets. You know, unless mm-hmm. you like uh, swallowing, you know, some people like swallowing pills, but get some chewables. Because when you're on a, spirit, a lot of spiritual warfare and stress of everyday life, and then you run holidays when the weather changes, you know, you know, and I'm going to say in Texas, can't speak to other states. Like tonight, we've got 50-degree weather. Tomorrow, we might get it back up in the 80s. Uh, Friday, it'll be raining. Saturday, might have a windstorm. Sunday, the Sunday might be 100 degrees. Monday might be 30 degrees. Take your vitamin C tablets. A multivitamin, chewable. You know, I don't want to get you some chewable. And then those who always complain, stuff gets stuck in their throat and stuff. Get you some chewables. Amen. But, Father God, I lift up my wife. I lift up Prophet Johnson. And, Lord, I, in the name of Jesus, I bind up every spirit of infirmity in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, I just say, Thank you for healing them. Lord, I pray that we we will take better care of ourselves in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, I just say thank you. Lord, I praise you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for giving, you know, uh, outlets from stress. And, Lord, I even pray because I know people go through financially, got money issues. Lord, I pray you give them favor with, uh, you know, medicine and vitamins in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Anyone else have any prayer requests? This is Angela Thompson again. I just want you to also lift up Paige Fuselay. I can't really pronounce her last name. She's in Africa. And she kind of tricked herself in getting there. She's not really supposed to be there. But uh, we sent out a care package to her today. And I'm praying that that care package will get to her uh, and that uh, the government or whatever it is over there don't open it at all. And when she get it, because I prayed on some stuff in there, and I said, well, when she, so she can, because the way she's headed, it's not of the Lord. Uh, she's trying to go to England, and I don't feel like the Lord wants her there. And just hold her up in prayer. Amen. Lord, I thank you that what is needed, we get there to her. And, Lord, I pray. That, Lord, uh, we all make mistakes. We always, you know, we're supposed to be in one place, and we, we kind of have a Jonah moment. But Jonah's supposed to went to Nineveh, but he messed around went to Tasha. But, Lord, I pray where she needs to go, that you send her where she needs to go in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, that she will listen to you, give her favor in the area she needs. And, Lord, we love you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen and amen. Uh, amen. Well, I'm going to come to a close, and I, I want to just uh, thank God for everybody that's on the line, but I'm come to a close, and I just thank God for everybody here, and I'm going to come to a close. Heavenly Father, I just say thank you uh, for Evangelist Constance, uh, Prophetess Johnson, uh, Prophetess Renee, her friends, uh, Lord, I pray for Minister Ashandra, her husband, Apostle uh, Raymond. And Lord, I just thank you for it. Minister Michelle, I just thank you for everybody that's here. And Father God, I just thank you for blessings. I pray for a smooth week. And Lord, I just say thank you for blessing them greatly in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.